0: Marketplace is supported by Putnam Investments, celebrating over 70 years of service to financial advisors, their clients, and institutions worldwide. Putnam Investments, a world of investing. Produced in association with the University of
1: Southern California. The consequences of recent upheaval in the Middle East went deep into the world's oil markets today. OPEC members failed to reach an agreement on output. Prices rose slightly on the news. And now the question remains whether worldwide demand will shift enough to make a difference. From American Public Media, this is Marketplace. Marketplace is supported
0: by Barron's Magazine, providing market ideas and insights to help readers manage their investments and protect their financial well-being. Online at Barron's.com. And by Reputation.com. Monitoring, protecting, and improving reputations online while deleting personal data from the Internet. Reputation.com.
1: From the Frank Stanton Studios in Los Angeles, I'm Tess Viglund, and for Kai Rizdahl. Thanks for joining us on this Wednesday, the 8th day of June. The price of crude jumped by more than $2 a barrel today. A key meeting of the oil producers' cartel, OPEC, failed to find agreement on an increase in production. The meeting in Vienna was a contentious one, and that is putting it mildly. Now, just weeks after a consumer pullback that prompted gas prices to drop, there are fears of another sharp rise in the price of oil, which would not bode well for any kind of global economic recovery. From the European Desk in London, Marketplace's Stephen Beard reports.
2: By all accounts, today's OPEC meeting was poisonous. Libya is furious at Qatar because it's backed the rebellion against Colonel Gaddafi. But there's an even more fundamental divide in the cartel between those countries like Saudi Arabia with big reserves that want a stable price for their oil and those like Iran, Libya and Venezuela who have little spare capacity. Samuel Chiswick is an oil analyst with IHS Global Insight.
1: Those who are sort of starting to see the end of their reserves are obviously interested in sort of maximising the amount of money they will get out of it.
2: That group of countries today refuse to back Saudi Arabia's call to pump more oil and restrain prices, hence the jump in the price of crude. But the Saudis hinted they may step up production anyway. Chris Skrobowski of Peak Oil Consulting says this could herald the end of OPEC. I think it's probably... Uh, a 60 or 70% chance that this will fundamentally change the cartel, but in practical terms it will split. With Saudi Arabia pumping more oil and with OPEC in disarray, that would seem to be good news for beleaguered oil consumers. But as Professor Kent Moores of Duquesne University told the Marketplace Morning Report, don't bet on it. Well, gas prices probably have gone down as much as they're going down nationally. Uh, We're not going back anywhere close to $3.30 or or thereabouts. Such is the rapid growth in demand for oil in China, India, and elsewhere. The price seems headed inexorably higher. In London, I'm Stephen Beard for Marketplace.
1: It's been more than a year since the big health care reform law passed, and we are still asking, what will it mean? especially for those who have insurance through their employers. Well, a new report out from McKinsey & Company found it may mean a whole lot of us won't be offered insurance at our jobs anymore. 30% of employers said they probably would stop offering workers health insurance after 2014. That's when the bulk of the law takes effect, including the option of state-run insurance exchanges. From our health desk at WHYY in Philadelphia, Gregory Warner reports.
3: If it were just a question of the bottom line, Mark Kallenbach would drop coverage for his workers in a heartbeat. He runs a housing management company in Portland, Oregon. He's got about 350 employees. In the year 2014, he figures he could send those workers to buy their own coverage through Oregon's new insurance exchange. He'd pay a $2,000 penalty per worker and still have lots of cash left over.
1: Would we do it if it wasn't in our employees' interests and only in our own? That would be a very, very tough decision.
3: Because Kallenbach has grown up in a world where employers have to offer health plans to attract the best workers. Bob Atlas of Avalier Health says that calculus could shift. Employers of low-wage workers who already don't offer generous benefits might start to move first. This could create a cascade effect, with more businesses offering to raise wages while sending employees to the exchanges for coverage. In fact, some folks say the exchanges will offer more choice than what an employer can offer. Premiums might actually go down. The research firm McKinsey found.